I, I do try to sit with my feelings before I speak on them mm. because nobody can tell you how you feel. Like, I can't sit down and, and say like, oh, Eddie, you're not angry. That, like, I can't do that. But you can have feelings that come from a place of core beliefs that are mm. wrong. So I try to sit with my feelings a little bit and say, like, why am I feeling this? Is this yeah. is this a, a valid, quote unquote, valid feeling for the context yeah. before I hit somebody else with it? Mm. Because your feelings 100 percent don't have to be don't have to be, quote unquote, right feelings be wrong as shit like because a lot of times a feeling is a thought i feel like this nigga's cheating on me or i feel like this person is disrespecting me or i feel like this person doesn't care about me but sometimes you feel a thing and you've drawn a conclusion about the outside world mm -hmm. that is just wholly incorrect like exactly. a, like oh i feel insecure this person did something that maybe doesn't have anything to do with me so now i feel disrespected this motherfucker is disrespecting me this is a problem and it's like no if you just take a second to really step back see what the situation really is you could communicate, ask, and clarify. See, that's a red flag. It's a red flag. All right, fuck it. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating relation and relationship podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Speaking of romance, y'all seen that NLE Chopper tweet? Which one? Okay, so he said it's a video of him and whoever his current partner is. Um, she's very attractive, but... Um, it's a picture of them at the beach or whatever. He says, nutted in you on the first time that I met you, and I did it on purpose because mm. I want you forever, exclamation point. Uh, and motherfuckers was tweeting like, nigga, just say I love you. Like, whatever happened to that shit? What do we think about this tweet? I think he's on drugs because he's posted since that, that like was completely incoherent, <laughs> completely like nonsensical. <laughs> I think he's Yo, just on drugs. I, I, but but if, let's, I, let's, I, let's pretend he was sober when he tweeted that shit, which I highly doubt. <laughs> Yeah, like there's there's nothing romantic about that, and I know your thoughts on it based yeah, on you already prior, know what I think. you already know prior what I conversation, think but I think we've pretty much established that um you know in post conversation that you're the only person that thinks like that psychopathic shit like on on a on a sober tip. I man, I think no, because first of all, this nigga picked two photographs and then tweeted it. No real grammatical errors. I don't. I think he was completely sober when he made this. The nigga used a comma. You don't use commas when you're fucked up. I don't think. He there is a space before the exclamation point, but otherwise it's pretty much perfect. But why we keep trying to tell other people how to say I love you? Let motherfuckers love each other however the fuck they want to. She don't have now. If she had an issue with it, cool. But if she's riding with it, I I can't think of anything more intimate. <laughs> I can't think of anything more intimate. I can't think of anything more intimate. You know what I mean? I think I think the issue is that a lot of people would you rather somebody take your girl on a romantic dinner love. or or nut in her? You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people confuse intimacy with love. I think that's interesting. That, that's interesting. I, I think I think intimacy may be the Venn diagram definitely overlaps, but I definitely think that there mm. are points where it doesn't overlap. Like it is indeed a Venn diagram. Mm. It's not a circle. I I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, what would you say the distinction between the two is? Because I kind of think of love as like affection plus intimacy or, or or not even well i mean not not even necessarily because you could be you yeah. could love somebody that you're not you intimate like with actually and, you know well. yeah and i, and so I, I think, think of love as like, the affection element and also i think like our, like specifically talking about romantic love i definitely think that there's a, a element of like caring about the person's well-being and caring about like yes, what they want yes. in life and all that yes. kind of stuff so like if like this is like this can be a completely intimate thing and if it's not what your partner wants I don't necessarily think it's love. I think it, I think it can be intimate without being like something that's like indicative of romantic love. No, I, I completely agree. But then I would say like any action that you do 
is it depends on your intent like why you did it so if you say like you know you've seen those lists of like different ways that you can say i love you which are like have you eaten or this made me think about you today or here let me do this or how are you feeling like all of those are ways to say i love you and they're not directly saying it what they're saying is because i feel this way about you i.e love i am willing to do this thing with you or for you and so if he's if you say i nutted in you on purpose because i wanted to i wanted you forever you're, you're not saying nutting in you is love you're saying I did this intimate thing with you because I wanted you forever because I love you, but I love you is boring. So you say, you say the things around it. My love made me do the following for you. And I always think that that's a, a much more romantic gesture. I yeah. So like, sound like some weird rapper shit. I, I agree. And NLE is a weird fucking rapper who is, that's not a, who that, is crazy and probably on drugs. But I think I'm going to say two things. One, yeah. Just in in response to my initial point in regards to intimacy versus like love and how that's you know the Venn diagram shit blah 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 that wasn't one hundred percent too NLE because I don't know what their relationship is like I don't yeah, know what, they, what their conversations are so but just in in general I can definitely think of things that people do because they love somebody that I think aren't necessarily great if you love somebody because again they're not what that person wants I think that when you love oh, somebody I, I think your intent only gets you so far. Your intent only gets you so far because oh, you can very. have the world's greatest intent. And if it's not what your partner is really looking for, then I think that that limits the gesture. Uh, I, I say the same thing all the time with, 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 with controversial um, statement. Number one of the night with women and these gifts, right? Like how mm. like women give gifts that like they want without necessarily considering what their partner wants. Is it really a good gift despite your, the best of intentions? If it's not what I fucking want it. I'm, I, you know, I, I appreciate your intent, but again, it has its limits. But going specifically back to NLE, you know, like if, if he's if he's like, you know, giving giving him the benefit of the doubt, if he's saying some shit that like his girl that his girl approves of that resonates with her, then yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's ro romantic is in the eye of the beholder, to some extent. You know? That's 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 my point. Because if, if she didn't say, oh, I have an issue, and every every video I've seen of them, she goddamn chewing on his face and shit while this nigga is incoherently talking about the nature of the universe. Them motherfuckers seem in love to me. So if that's how they want to express it, like, hey, we raw dog, we fluid swapped, we, you know, soul bonded, whatever. Because people do all type of weird shit in love. Like, motherfuckers trade blood and all kind of crazy shit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that shit. So I'm operating from the assumption that she's on board with this particular expression of love. Because I don't see any reason to assume otherwise. I see no evidence to suggest that. So that's yeah. but but your your point about the empathy thing, I totally agree with. I think a lot of people go in and kind of think of love as like a thing that they're doing for their story as opposed to something for the other person's story. So they're going, I'm, you know, I'm this kind of person, and I'm going to date this kind of person, and they're going to love this thing, and so I'm going to get this for them, and they're going to respond like this, and they write. It's like they're writing the whole story. It doesn't have anything to do with what the other person thinks. So they go. It's like that, like that uh, Will Smith and Jada uh, shit when he uh, he threw her like this massive birthday party, and she said, and traced her like genealogy and all that shit, and mm. and, and she did it on like, like a big was, screen in front of everybody. Yeah, like filmed a documentary on it and and shit, mm. and she was like, "This was the biggest testament to your ego," and I was like, "Absolutely," yes. because yep. she clearly didn't want that shit, and it was clearly mm. about him, him showing off. Yeah, him showing everybody how great of a lover he is. Exactly. It wasn't about her at all. So I completely, yeah, I completely agree with that shit. Motherf motherfuckers 100% will write, will just go, this is not even about 
you feeling good. It's about me feeling good that I made you feel good, even if you didn't actually feel good. It's just about me telegraphing to myself how great of a partner I am and how wonderful our relationship is, even if you hate this shit. So, yeah, I feel you on that. Speaking of empathetic love, what's y'all's go-to approach on, like, how to support a nigga who's kind of going through a tough time? Either if that's, like, how you deal with it in other niggas or how you want it to be done to you. Pause. I mean, that's just talking to them like they're a human being, like, just asking them, like, serious, relevant questions. Or, you know what? Just to be more uh, specific, like, with how men think, questions that I would typically ask is, like, well, how do you feel about this particular situation? Do you have, like, a plan of action or are you still kind of, like, trying to figure it out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, actually, like, talk to him about the process of it. Mm. And then, like, you know, how are you processing your emotions? Like, or do you feel anything around it? Like, just saying, just asking, you know, questions around that to, you know, have a conversation. Yeah, to figure out what's going on in his head. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, sometimes, like, especially with men, like, stereotypically speaking, like, people really don't give a fuck about men's emotions. You know what I mean? Or how we feel about stuff. So, yeah, so when you give that man that space to actually make him feel comfortable and not, and like you remember how you were saying a while ago, like, you know, when you was talking about, when you you and Alvin was talking about how some women kind of make y'all feel, Eddie, you said, like, <laughs> she kind of try to make you feel like a bitch. Like, now nah, I need to see these mm-hmm. tears. I need to see these emotions. You need to make you need yeah. to run me to sadness. You know what I mean? But it's just like asking, like, you know, questions that men can answer in terms of our thought process. And, yeah, I mean, everybody go through it. So, I mean, it's just really just giving the motherfucker space to vent, talk. And, you know, get whatever it is off their chest and then help you out them through that conversation if you have the vocabulary, the verbiage oh, yeah. to, you know. I think, there's, I think there's, like, something that you said about how, like, <laughs> sometimes people will, they'll try and get you to open up in a way that makes you feel uh, poorly or insecure or vulnerable in a way that you're not looking to. So I think what, what you said there is pretty important, like, giving space as opposed to trying to pull out an emotion you know so just saying like here's a space for you to express whatever you're going through in whatever way you're comfortable to i think that's pretty important because it can be very easy to be like what's wrong no bro come on like don't don't hold back like it can be easy to to fucking pounce on a person to try and pull emotion from them and i don't think that's a great response sometimes though sometimes i feel like sometimes it's necessary like like recently i was in a situation where somebody was I said something negative about myself and then they kind of went into a little bit of a tirade about why I shouldn't have said that particular thing. And my impulse was to like get defensive. Like, nah, bro, I can, I can, I'm making an accurate assessment of myself. Like we don't need to do all that kind of thing. But I'm like, you know, maybe in those moments you need to be challenged, you know, like maybe, maybe sometimes a rough, difficult truth, you know, is, I don't, I don't know when to do it though. Cause it can be very difficult. Like if you make a pattern of that, you can be a quite, unpleasant relationship with a person but sometimes you got to push a person i don't know yeah i don't know when that situation is though so i think i think it's i think it's two two sides to the coin so i lo- i love what josh said because what josh is addressing is literally the fact that a lot of men don't know how to process that emotion so when you're a friend and you're dealing with men in that particular situation a little bit of coaxing and a little bit of reassurance that you're available to help them process through that I think can be extremely beneficial and I think that's the vast majority of men but then I also think that there are niggas like me that are fully aware of how they process stuff right and I'm not saying that I process stuff in the most like healthy like maladapt like you know adaptive way because sometimes I do have maladaptive uh, ways of dealing with shit but like I completely know what works for me 
uh, whether that's adaptive or maladaptive. So that's not necessarily talking about every single thing I do. I'm a, I'm a doer. Like I told y'all um, both on here and, and privately that when I feel bad, I make an action list. I'm not, and I don't, and I don't necessarily even want to discuss what my action list is. I don't necessarily want to go through like, here's my fucking five year plan on how I'm going to deal with this situation. I don't necessarily want to do that, but I have one. Like, so I, I, I go step one, step two, step three, blah, 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 blah. This makes me feel better. My, my process works for me, but there are a lot of people who don't have what their process is. There are a lot of people who don't know what works for them from an emotional regulation kind of standpoint. So having those conversations with people, the way Josh described, I think is super valuable. But yeah. to Eddie's point, how do you, how do you figure out which is which? Like, how do you even yeah. know? Like, what, and what most kind of niggas are not like, like most niggas are not you. And even like in truth, even the way you talk about your shit, sometimes I'm a little bit like, I mean, I, I trust because I have to, but sometimes I'm like, is is it really like that? Like, is it does he really got it on lock like that? You know? So I'm so. No, like, I, I don't. So, so, I don't have a. So I, I want, I want, I want, mind, so. no, like I, like I just said, like I 100% have this shit on lock. Mm. What I'm going to be 100% self-critical about is saying that my having it on lock is not necessarily the healthiest having it on lock. Like this right. is not 100% the healthiest way to approach any situation. But like, as far as how I move through the world and like emotionally regulate, yeah, that 100% works for me. But what works for you can 100% be maladaptive. Yeah, and that's the difficult thing because it's like sometimes drugs work says, for a lot of people. Absolutely, and a person you know? will say, "I've got it," or like, "I'm good." That's them expressing that they don't want your help. That doesn't necessarily tell you whether or not they need your help. And I feel like that's the that's the confusing bit. Like, you no, know, I know you think you've got it. I know you are saying that you got your process and you don't want my assistance. But as your friend or somebody that cares about you, sometimes I'm in a situation where I gotta go. Nah, bro, maybe, obviously I'm not, this is not a hypothetical, but like, nah, bro, yeah. heroin ain't the answer. Like, I know you know exactly what you're doing this evening, but as your friend, it's my job to, to say what you want to do and what you need to do ain't the same thing. But then sometimes you, it, it can, yeah, I don't know. It seems, it seems, I think it's like, once there's a, a pattern where it's like, you're, you're obviously doing worse over time then I think it's in it. Then I think that's when you start to go, maybe I need to make an executive decision as somebody in your life that, that cares and go, I need to push a little bit harder in this situation. That's my guess at least. Yeah. And I think it's like touch and go. Like, because like mm -hmm. the first thing is first, like you always just want to give that person room to express whatever it is they want to express, or they mm -hmm. might not want to express anything. And like you said, Eddie, if this is like a pattern where they just kind of don't, and they just kind of close off all the time, but you clearly see they're still going through some shit and they're still struggling, mm. then you might want to, like, press a little bit harder and say, nah, nigga, like, for real, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Like, it's cool, bro. Like, are you going through something? Like, just be real. Like, that can, and women can do the same thing, but it's not such a thing of, like, once, once again, like, you know, I just need to pounce and just try to yes, pull that shit is so annoying, out of you yeah. because that, yes, yeah, extremely annoying. And that, that'll just make a person want to um, clam up. But, <laughs> and I mean, um, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> what Eddie was saying um, about you, Alvin, because it's like, you know, knowing some stuff on, um, you know, and I, I was like, damn, you good? You know what I mean? I, I kind of wanted to reach out, but I was like, well, give him some space because I don't, you know, if my man say he got it, he got it, but, you know. But then it's like, yeah, how do you, how do you as a, but I, th I think you go, if, if continual, bad outcomes keep happening if there's if there's a degrading of health if there's if a person is continues to go through it or continues to have like worse shit happen or there then you go 
I know you think you got it, but maybe you don't. Um, and sometimes you got to kind of pull that, that, that emergency handle in a situation. Um, cause I will say in, cause I know we love to talk about how women are poor communicators because there'll be an issue and they'll tantrum and stomp around and just sort of generally give a cold shoulder and stonewall a bit. And you say, what's wrong? And they say, it's fine. Nothing. Do what you want. You know, that kind of thing. I think we, we love to sort of mock women for doing that, but niggas, niggas are the Kings of doing that shit. Um, it's just that nobody gives enough of a fuck to ask twice. So niggas will say it's fine. It's definitely not. And everybody just goes, I guess it's fine. And then we just move the fuck on. Um, so we don't, (laughs) so we don't realize that like maybe a nigga needed a second ask. Um, because I don't think I've ever had a close, like a real close relationship with another person that didn't at least once require me to go, nah, you know, bruh, or nah, babe, sit down, let's talk, what's going on? Like, your energy is crazy, something is off, I don't know if you think I should already know what's going on or whatever the fuck, but I i don't think I've ever had a relationship that was really emotionally close where I didn't have to at least once pull some honest, and, and once you do, once you finally do get that that gate off the flood the flood door is open and it's obvious that this person did want to speak on it you're not constantly pulling like once once you get them to open and they're like well nigga da 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 you know and then you kind of know that oh that was the right move yeah and i mean hey i i, I raised my hand in the uh in the angry anonymous goddamn uh group like i definitely do that mm. like that's one of the things i don't really care about myself because like i'm aware that i do it but it's hard to actually um say what's bothering you mm. depending on like depending on the topic because like so a lot of the times it's, it's actually difficult to say what's yeah. bothering you and like you don't know for one because especially when you're dealing with a woman what's bothering you and then the way that you say it like fuck mm. how you feel but the way that mm-hmm. you say it could hurt the other person or just, or it could per- be perceived that it might hurt the other person so you don't even want to say it so you just keep it in and then it's like, well, what's wrong? It's like, there, I can't think of a, a way that to say this that might not rub, you know, like yeah, that that might not like rub you the wrong way. And then it's like, oh great, I've, I'm I'm still sitting with the original issue, but now I've upset you because of how I feel about something, mm. and now I have to apologize to you because I feel, <laughs> you know, what I mean, so it's <laughs> it's like it's you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't do that though. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't never apologize if I don't. If I don't feel sorry, um, which has been an issue in some situations, but I, I never, I'm never doing that. I think that a big thing is, I, I do try to sit with my feelings before I speak on them, mm. because the, the one thing that I try to tell people all the time is, how, how you feel is how you feel. Nobody, nobody can dispute how you are 100% feeling. How you're feeling is not always 100% valid. You can have maladaptive feelings. You can have feelings that come from a place of core beliefs that are wrong. Mm. How you feel can be maladaptive. So nobody can tell you how you feel. Like I can't like I can't sit down and say and say like, oh, Eddie, you're not angry. Oh, Josh, you're not sad. Like I can't do that. But how you're feeling does not always come from a place that is pro-social. So I try to sit with my feelings a little bit and say, like, why am I feeling this? Is this is this a a valid quote unquote valid feeling for the context yeah. before I hit somebody else with it. That I do try to do regularly mm. because your feelings 100% don't have to be, don't have to be quote unquote, right. You can't feelings be wrong as shit. Like, cause Absolutely. a lot of times a feeling is a thought. Like I feel like this nigga's cheating on me, or I feel like this person is disrespecting me, or I feel like this person doesn't care about me. And it, and that those things might be absolutely true, but sometimes you feel a thing and you've drawn a conclusion about the outside world mm-hmm. that is just wholly incorrect. Like exactly. a, a, 
very much like, oh, I feel insecure. This person did something that maybe doesn't have anything to do with me. So now I feel disrespected. This motherfucker is disrespecting me. This is a problem. And it's like, no, if you just take a second to really step back, see what the situation really is, you could communicate, ask, and clarify. And some shit that could have been something doesn't need to be anything, you know? But that's why, I, but I, I do try to give a lot of grace in that regard. Like what, like Josh, what you were explaining, I feel like, I feel like everybody wants to talk about, oh, just go to therapy or like, you know, all oh, grown adults should be able to communicate their emotions or whatever. And, and this is why I love like Elaine de Baton's uh, work so much because yeah. I feel like he gives a lot of grace in those situations. And sure, I understand it. It can be used as an excuse if you don't like improve the behavior, but like I've, I've never met an adult that didn't sulk at least a little bit or who didn't get to, because it's, it's like you said, it's so difficult to, express your emotion because you got you got to you got to figure out to yourself what you're feeling why you're feeling it and then what solution you want you know what i'm saying and then you have to express that to your partner your person your friend whoever that cares about you, your parent your child in a way that doesn't accuse that doesn't you know make everything their fault da, 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 da. those are like every single step in that is insanely complex and most people can't do it on a on a on a dime so mm -hmm. if i'm feeling something i'm like oh wait you know what i'm i'm not mad at you because you know you left your socks on the floor i'm i'm mad at you because i told you to do that and i think now you're directly disrespecting me when really you just maybe forgot or whatever it is and so if i come at you with like you're fucking disrespecting me instead of hey i'd appreciate you putting more effort into remembering things that we agree on da da da, da then it'll be a completely different fucking conversation so I, I give grace when people are like i'm not sure what i think like give me a chance to process cool you yeah, you think sure. on that and let's have a conversation when you're when you've got something that you can give me that I can actually yeah. use to, to address, you know? And speaking of him, like, I saw, like, a recent, uh, well, I recently saw, like, um a TED talk that he was giving or something like that. And he was basically saying, like, love is really a skill. Like, it's not just something that the feeling of love just comes naturally, but to, to sure. actually love someone is an actual skill that none of us mm. are taught. Because just like no, you were yeah. saying, like we all have that inner child within us that throws tantrums that needs to be consoled, whether mm. you're a man, woman, anything, whatever. Everybody. Like, we all have that inner child. Like, we all need that. And we would do really well to have some sort of school, like official, like schooling on that to like help us like manage and regulate our emotions, help us communicate, help us to give grace in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Like we would do extremely well to have courses like that available just in school. You know what I mean? But that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, they don't give a shit about none of that. But yeah, I, I completely mm -hmm. agree. So much of, like, because I feel like there's so many internet fights that are about, like, you know, read the room or, you know, go to therapy or da 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 And it's like, none of these basic skills of regulation or emotional regula regulation happen for almost anybody. If you're lucky and you are raised in a home that has those conversations, mm -hmm. then you might get that. But in school, they're pretty much just teaching you. You get a little bit of algebra, a little bit of, you know, history. You learn what the fucking, that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. But they don't tell you, like, hey, sometimes your partner is going to do something and it's going to trigger some shit that was from your fucking childhood about, you know, abandonment or respect or being loved or whatever. And you're going to fucking act wild, sulk. They're not going to know what the fuck is going on. And now y'all are having a fight and neither of you all knows what the fuck is going on. When really you should have just taken a moment, looking to your feelings and going, you know what? Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Do you think you could do this for me? And it wouldn't have been an issue, but note that you don't get taught that at all. Yeah, I think it depends on on, on your situation. Like, I mean, 
and you know, you know, I I have you know nephews and and friends and family, you know, with children and mm. in public schools in 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 lowly Georgia. You know, I think we trend around forty ninth or what the fuck ever in education or whatever, and they have mindfulness classes and seminars um, weekly in a lot of these schools now. So I think the tide has turned on that. But I also think. Oh, that, that's good. Yeah, I think I think I think the I think the onus should be on on your on your on your family on how you like deal with emotion and regulation. I think that the school should be your safeguard because everybody, especially when you're dealing with strong disagree on that. Yeah, I I I, I know you disagree, but we disagree on on the on the purpose of what school should be in general anyway. So yes. like you know yeah. just just flipping it. So but I think that in general your school should definitely have stuff in place to fill in gaps because we can't let children who can't get it at home slip through the cracks. I think that's um, a, I a detriment to society, but I definitely think that learning how to emotionally regulate is not something that you should necessarily get from your high school teacher that has to teach 180 children. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? So it's like, I, th- I think like that the home, nah. I think that the home should do it. I, th- I think, te- I think teachers already do too much for too little. I don't think that that's a, that's a strange argument. I, I, no, it's I, not. I, I, I see I see where both of y'all are coming from, but my thing with that is I don't think either of us are wrong either. I just think it's a difference yeah, of opinion. For sure, but I guess my thing with that Somebody is gotta be wrong. <laughs> most a lot of parents a lot of parents weren't how how can you get something from home or hold the parent responsible or accountable for teaching the child something that they know sh- nothing about? They ain't got it. They ain't got the it on them. Like they don't. Yeah. They they can't like so do I do feel like there should be something in the school like just mandatory like across all across every fucking school like this like like there's economics like nigga you need to have a goddamn hmm. emotions one on one class like you know what I'm one, saying like, bro it it wouldn't even be that di- like the reason I was saying I disagree with you Alvin is like I do agree that teachers are doing too much for too little and all of that the reason I said it was a a strange argument is that I, I I'm saying I think schools should do better to provide this particular service and that requires additional funding support resources etc so like I, I guess that's why i thought it was a strange thing because i'm saying we need to have the resources so that that isn't the case and it wouldn't be your math teacher trying to teach you how to emotionally regulate it would be a new staff being brought on and whatever taxes are required to be able to do that just like if i said we should have a free meal program for schools yeah. which i think is a great idea and every school should have which which a lot of schools do, and, and again that's, yeah, that's yeah. one of those things. For I, example, I ate like off a that lot, plenty, like yeah. A lot of a lot of Metro Atlanta school systems are one hundred percent free lunch now, so like it's not yeah. even income based anymore. But my whole thing is like with school, the biggest resource for children in school is time. So it's like what do you what do you take away to give X Y Z is always like, and I'm not and I'm not saying this isn't value. I'm not saying don't take this away. I'm just saying that that's always the conversation I think about because I'm in school. What we can figure it out seven, eight hours a day versus like being at home all this other time and all that kind of stuff. So it's like I'm at home, you know, a lot. Um, And I think that we discount, even though I 100% agree that there are 100% gaps in homes based on historical reasons and systemic reasons and all that kind of stuff. We, like I said before, we can't let kids fall through the gap, but it's it's a, it's a time management resource game and like at some point we got to realize that even if the kids aren't getting this stuff at home we need to acknowledge that some of this stuff they should be getting at home while no, still I, acknowledging I that we can't that we can't let them fall through the gaps regardless yeah and I, they they should be getting it at, but but the as as Josh very eloquently pointed out their parents don't have it on them to do it so we can sort of do yeah. this stalemate of well it's your job well it's your job well it's your job and all the meanwhile the house is burning down it doesn't matter whose job it is if the parents can't do it and aren't going to do it 
we have a tool, which is the school that that can prov- allow us to get it done. And school, I think, should operate as something like an equalizer to say, okay, all of our citizens are going to have this ability. And I could, we could, bro, trim fucking PE by half an hour, extend sex okay. ed by half an hour, and boom, I think we've got more than enough time to talk about how people regulate their emotions. Like 14 and 15 year old girls and boys. Yeah, fuck that shit. I think kids probably, especially, and this is this is pretty research backed. I think elementary school kids will probably benefit substantially more from more PE than less. Elementary, sure. I agree. Than a class on mindfulness. Um, I'm I'm saying for 14 and 15 year old kids, I think that is an a super important age where those kinds of like being able to like having emotional self-awareness and emotional intelligence as you're going into a very rare but intimate sets of relationships like sexual and romantic relationships is like Mm -hmm. an integral fucking time. Like that's when people get those fucking patterns like 14 to like 20 that would be a great fucking time because we do sex ed and it don't have like even even pretty advanced sex ed where they're really getting into a lot of stuff completely lacks in any context of like where you're having sex i also think that like so like Like that's what i'm saying how we have sex yeah my my high school um we we had them we had them we had them quarterly we had these seminars where like all the all the girls would go in one in one part of the school and all the boys would do another thing where we talked about Mm -hmm. like relationships and how that shit was going uh we were not prepared to, my my and this is my my last point i was not prepared to receive that like we we literally Ooh, were all in there like we literally were all in there saying like man this is this is stupid i could have just fucking stayed home like you tell him you telling me and it was it was i now that i look back on it it was very um i think it was very advanced because it even got down to like the language of how we were approaching like relationships right okay like we had a guy who was telling us like um when you guys are talking about sex, why is it always language that's violent? For example, why are y'all always talking about yeah, oh y'all trying to beat mm. it up, y'all trying to smack? Like yeah. it, like it was, it was, it was very in the weeds on like how we were approaching relationships from us, mm. and we were literally in there like, nigga, I could be hooping nigga. right now. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel you. And then, and you. then, and, and I'm There's not necessarily proud sure. of this, but we were definitely sneaking into like the girl seminar because we wanted to know what they were talking about, and yeah. theirs was also very much like, like. I remember they had a conversation about um, how to mentally prepare and realize that you were ready for a sexual encounter. Mm. And it was about like searching from within and like meditation and like all this kind of Mm. stuff. And like maybe writing down like the pros and cons of a relationship situation. And like, we laughed like a motherfucker about that shit at lunch. Like we like all like got together and fucking like, yeah. So like (laughs) these hoes meditating on the dick. Yeah. I I think we're also like giving, I'm not saying that you guys are wrong because you guys are right. You guys are right. I think the I think the the method is what we need to tease out. Literally. But I think I, I it's think also like we're we're. I think you all you've identified is kids don't want to go to school. Like what you just described is true about literally every single class that is taught in any school ever. That's math. That's history. That's science. That's chemistry. That's everything. I think this nigga might have frozen the craziest. Yo, okay, yo, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's a, please take a screenshot of this shit, bro. Hold on, hold on, mercy. God damn, bro. Oh, we ain't gonna never see this thing. <laughs> 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 you froze like the little academics mouse. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> 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 right back to Alvin face. <laughs> Let's see. Are you unfrozen now, Alvin? 
I believe so. Okay, yeah, you are. Um, okay, I'm sorry. That was yeah, that was that was good shit you were saying, but goddamn, that was yeah. that was. So I basically, just said that what you talked about is is true in every single kind of class: math, biology, history. A large percentage of students don't give a shit about it. That doesn't make it not valuable. No, no, I, I, I think I think it's a. I think it's a big difference between not giving a shit about it and literally not being prepared to receive it. So I didn't give a shit about algebra, but I knew mm-hmm. how to solve, you know, two, two X minus seven equals equals five. I could solve that even though I didn't give a shit about it. So I think it's a difference between not giving a shit and not being prepared to receive. Cause that's a very interesting point you brought up, like not being prepared to receive that information when you're like in high school, like 15 years old. But what if we started that conversation back when, like, people were in mm. elementary school? That is that is valid. That I think is valid. Because then, because then, if you started earlier, mind. yeah, if you started earlier, then maybe I am prepared to receive it by high school mm-hmm. You're or even middle school. That's, that's valid. Mm. And I don't think it's it's not dissimilar from the math thing because do you do you because you're not, I don't think you're suggesting that the emotional architecture of your brain couldn't have possibly process that message. I think it was a message that was given. In a very short class, you weren't getting them like, you know, every single day or every single week. And you weren't being, I'm, I'm assuming you probably weren't being like really strictly graded on the shit. Whereas like with the math shit, you've been doing it since you were a kid. You understand that your grades are related to it and your brain is capable of doing it. So you're going to do the task. Whereas this was like kind of tossed to you. I definitely no, think you I could do, have no, done I, it. No, I, I want 100% think that high schoolers don't necessarily have the emotional regulation brain capacity of an adult. Like that's 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 a pretty proven scientific concept. I don't think an adult is. A I think I think. I don't think adults. I don't think adults is a cutoff. But again, the fact that like your your higher level brain thinking is not fully developed as as a high schooler is is a fact. Um, yeah, which is irrelevant to my point. I'd say. I would say it's one hundred percent relevant to the point. But again, we're, we're 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 disagreeing at the core here. So like it is what it is. But I do think that it wouldn't have changed anything if I was being graded on it. Because again, I was being graded on math and didn't give a shit about it. Um, so I would have gotten, I would have did whatever I needed to do to get the grade. And I still wouldn't have received it. I, I would have, I could have wrote you a beautiful paper on about whatever somebody told me in any class and said like, this is bullshit. I'm going to go home and say, this is bullshit. But I don't, I don't know about that. I but think I think Josh's were... point is super valid. Maybe I would have had a different perception on it by high school. If I had been started from that day one kindergarten. And I, and I think better. I mean, I agree with that. But also, if you start at 15 and you are actually writing papers about it and actually having full fucking conversations and it's a consistent thing where you don't have the space to just constantly run away from it into joke at the lunch lunch table. By the time you're 18, I think you're going to be in a much different position than if you didn't do any of those things. I, I, I don't know. I think you, you, you're you not giving yourself or a 15 year old nearly so, enough credit. Like let me my give, brain let me emotionally example. was plenty switched on it might not have been the highest it would ever be but it was plenty switched on you we and all like know you, you was different in high school no yeah. and nigga and and and, and 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 fuck fuck me everybody i think <laughs> no, was they switched on. no they weren't no they weren't no they weren't no they weren't i think you're not you know, like for example i, I can give you motherfuckers are smart motherfuckers i can give you a perfect example right okay ap statistics when i was in high school right i struggled with that class i struggled mm. with it i took it every single day when i was in high school because we had block yeah. math schedule i had it every single fucking day i struggled with it I got a three on the AP exam just because everybody else apparently struggled with the shit too. And it's based on how bad everybody else does the exact same course material. When I took the shit, when I was 23 in grad school, I flew through the fucking shit. 
And it wasn't sure. because I remembered all that what you call it. It was because I was so much of a better student. I had so much better work ethic. I was able to process and think of shit like a lot faster and all that kind of stuff. So I was able to literally lap my 17 year old self in a semester doing something that I have been doing every single fucking day in high school because I was a lot better at doing scholastic shit by 23. So like, I, 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 I do think there's something to like this incremental, like growing what you call it, but let's not, let's not pretend that like, I can't be, I can't be better and make better use of the time as a fully fledged, like academic versus like somebody who didn't really give that much of a shit in high school. Like that's just, Except that's just like the, the, the issue is that you're going to need the skills of emotional intelligence between the ages of, of 16 and 23. That that's the issue. Like I, everything I, that you said is right. I think you might be more yeah. primed for that, for that class at 23. The issue is you've already done a bunch of fuck shit by 23. And I'm saying we, it's not just, we need it for adulthood. I'm saying 18 year olds need those skills at 18. I agree, but my whole thing is like I think that people have enough emotional regulation in current state to get by. I don't think they're in enough situation to thrive, and I want people to thrive. Yeah, <laughs> okay. they, yeah, they do. Yeah, okay, maybe, okay, maybe get by. And put it like this. Yeah, and I'm not disagreeing. Like I'm not we're, disagreeing. We're I'm both, saying get by is a tr an atrocious standard. I mean, we're having this conversation as three relatively fucking emotionally mature adults we all still fuck up and we know the difference yeah you do motherfucker like don't even like take like take the fucking no. off your face we all still fuck no, no, up. No. so it's like oh no no no, so no. Like, I, was, same, I was agreeing same. to the first i was disagreeing to the first part which is i don't think i'm not doing as well as i think i ought to, to be doing in any of the in regard to that i think i think yeah but okay even even if that's the case i think that you're doing way better i'm than saying i fuck up nigga. constantly but it's but like, I'm, and I'm saying that sta the whole point of any of this is that the standard is too low and just get by because we've always been like the fact that we exist is evidence that all of humanity has always been getting by. We've managed not to fucking die. That's not good enough. That's why we're having conversations. No, like but, my, but my, here, here's my point, right? Here's my point. If I'm not prepared to receive it at 18, I'm wasting resources trying to get something that I'm not going to receive when I have just enough to get by. And then I'm fucking 21 and I have enough times to maximize how I'm receiving that information, how I can process it, how I can move. And then I fucking take off like a rocket at this exponential growth pattern based on that knowledge. Whereas opposed to like, I can, I can fucking teach you. I can fucking show you anything like as a fucking 17 year old is a 17 year old fucking fully prepared to, to like always absorb or adopt anything, no matter how you do it. I fucking disagree. I think the I think the only thing I'm willing to concede yeah. is like if we started earlier, then maybe you you mold a lot faster and a lot better. But like saying like oh let's like just like in flood you know 17 year old kids who like don't give a shit about shit, a lot of times like I, I don't know mixed yeah. results. Nah, mixed results not going to have the as greater results as it would have if you would have started it earlier when your mind is more of a sponge and you're more willing to open sure. when you're more willing and open to learn about things because you're kind of starting off a with a blank slate almost, you know, other than the shit that you've been taught within the home. Uh, yeah. I think we're just, we're just underestimating what a, what a teen is capable of doing, but starting early, I think is a, is a, is a great, you know, approach. Like you said, yeah. a, a, like, cause pe people have changed. Like the, the way the average 15 year old now thinks versus the average 15 year old from 1960 True. is like vastly different. Like we know that we can educate people on these things and sure maybe you don't start it at 17 you started at 15 or 14 or wherever the fuck you you can start yeah. it and i don't know you can you can you can yeah. get a lot done and 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 to your point i agree the way you mold that class is going to make a big fucking difference because you're going to have to do it in a way that a person of that age can engage with it because if you're skipping steps and trying to teach motherfuckers calculus 
when they don't even know algebra yet, it's just going to wash over them. Like that, that, that thing about like violent language to describe sex is like, you haven't built any of the building blocks for them to be able to receive that message, but you can, you can do that with a 14 year old, a 15 year old. Yeah. Even in more recent years, like kids have, kids have become way more open and woke. Open, you know aware, what I'm like they teach they teach their parents about like nah like that's fucked up like you shouldn't really talk to me like that like you know mm. like you know what I'm saying like so I do get that like you know I think the the uh, the kids are nowadays are a bit more open and accepting so I can see that but I still see where Alvin is coming from too because and I see where you coming from I see where both of y'all coming it's from it's a baby like, with the bathwater situation though I'm like I don't yeah. disagree that like we would be joking yeah. and saying you know but I'm like the alternative is what doing nothing. I'm my only argument is that's worse. That's a worse outcome than doing something. And I don't think it would be a yeah. waste of resources. I think I think it is a waste of resources unless you yeah. do it the way Josh described it where like you literally you start, start like early. I think I think okay. I think having a class full of like 15-year-old niggas on the south side of Atlanta is like you get nothing. How much how much how much how much benefit do you get from that? Whereas opposed to okay. like by by college I was ready to receive. Okay. Um, see. Yeah. What, and what changed, would you say, between 15 and college? Exposure. Yeah. From what? Different people, different classes. Like, I, like, I, like, so it was like, I literally yeah, went to college and I was like, I'm on a, I'm on a journey of fucking academic discovery. I want to absorb. I want to do, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I was. Now is the time. Yeah, I was, I literally started with this whole thing of like, I'm going to take a class purely for interest every single semester, no matter how that fucks my, my schedule up or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so I was literally like in a, in a space where I wanted to learn different and like vast amounts of knowledge by 18. And 19. also with that too, social expectation is different. From high school when you're in mm. college, you're surrounded by people who are purposefully going to college to, you know, yes, yes. further the education or like, you know, like you're surrounded by like more open minded people, way more different uh, cultures, variety of people. Da, 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 da. So like just the, even the social expectation is different yeah. in college versus high school, because when you're in high school, you have a lot of peer pressure on you to do dumb nigga shit. Yes, for sure. regardless of your race and just sure. to not listen. Cause I know all three of us have probably been in the situation we was growing up, and if you was like smart, that was bad. Like you couldn't be a yeah. smart ass nigga in the class where like people just gonna cheat on you. Like oh fucking nerd, oh this nigga smart, oh he reading, nigga you reading? Like what the fuck you doing? Like you know what I'm saying? So it's that whole. So it's 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 a lot easier to to adapt and be more willing to open and learn new things while you're in college, being in that environment versus in high school, middle school, because it's very childish. You just with everybody, you know what I'm saying? See, now this this now highlights another issue that I have with with Alvin's stance because everybody don't go, go to college, so but every almost everybody does go to high school. So, yeah, what what are we doing? But, like emotional regulation think, and therapy is only for motherfuckers who end up going to like they've no, already I think, end up being privileged in those ways. I was ready to receive information even if I didn't go to college. Like uh, me, okay. me, so I can I can tell I can tell you like very brief aside. I know Eddie hates these, but very brief aside. Me deciding to go to college and that college was a thing for me was very late in the game. I was going to go to the military. Oh no, the I remember military, you saying yeah, the military was my thing, and I ultimately wanted to go to school, but that was going to be like way later. Like the the military was my path to go to school. So, and then people started telling me, "Oh, Alvin, you do good in in class. You probably should look at college." And I was like, "Ah, shit, you know, I go to fucking Clayton State or like Atlanta Metro mm-hmm. or some shit. That shit down the street from my house. <laughs> I don't even got to leave home. That kind of shit. So like." I was open to like learning new shit, 
even if I didn't go to college by that time. Like college was an eleven an eleventh and a half hour like decision for me. But like so where, I wanted to learn. Where's the average person and, like, getting that from at twenty one? If not from a, from a school the desi- body, if they are they not you, you're telling me the desire to learn or like the access to learning because I think those um, are two different questions. Spe- specifically, access to education around conducting healthy relationships. If if I they think, ha- if they have a like not an interest but an openness to it at twenty one. I mean, I think you I think you get it by seeking it just like I did because like regardless, I like I, I sought it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the problem. Like, people yeah, don't, I mean, people I mean, don't seek it enough. That, like when I talk yeah. about things that should be part of the education system is because people don't seek that particular kind of education. Yeah, but I think I think that like it's one of those things where like if I'm not seeking it, I'm not going to be receiving it well anyway. Like I think the same thing can be said about math, which is why you have a lot of people that say the Pythagorean theorem doesn't affect their daily life when it does. It like affect mine. I don't know what type of life you live in. It's because the work has already been done for you. It's because the work has yeah. already been done for you. Yeah. Like, no, like yeah. I, so I don't need to know it. I don't need yeah. to know it. Some other yeah. nigga. I'm, oh yeah, the house is standing up fine because of. Pythagoras yeah, yeah. and them niggas. Well, I didn't yeah. do that shit. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, I think, I think people have, a, Mr. Can, I think people can, yeah, I think people can develop a desire for learning, which allows them to be able to receive outside of the context of college. I just think that that's where it happened for me. It just coincided. Well, it just coincided for me. Okay. Fair enough. The access, the access problem is different because the access problem can be like vastly like that's, a, that's a huge continuum depending on where you are. Like in the city of Atlanta, a little bit different than in Kentucky. In rural Kentucky, like you don't really have a lot of options. In Atlanta, more so. Yeah, I mean the books and the internet help help a ton, but yeah, I don't I don't think that they're. You don't even got broadband internet in some places. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 my point. Oh, so yeah. like, I think sure, I think yeah. that supports your point a little bit. That the fact that like if I'm like not in college and I'm out of school, I don't necessarily have broadband internet and reliable even satellite internet, depending on where I'm at. So what's my access look like? Yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's something yeah so so that's one big element that I would say is that high school is something that we have as compulsory and so if there are things that we know our population requires let's put it in the places that are compulsory rather than leaving it up to the individual to do when we know it's got a shit ton of negative outcomes for the individual which I would say most people struggle at least to some extent in their relationships because they don't have a whole host of skills that could easily be taught uh, to them. And it's maybe because they're not interested in maybe because I mean, I think it's like driving like driver's license and driving lessons and shit like that. Like motherfuckers want to drive and you go, cool. If you want to drive, you have to get through this course in order to do it. If you want to graduate, you have to be able to show that you've got at least a cursory understanding of this skill set and you use it or you don't use it. But the fact that it's in your head is going to help a shit. I, I promise you a person who knows what a word means is going to do better than a person who doesn't, I, I, even I, I if neither of them man. gives a fuck. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I got like, and you may need to bleep this. I may, I may okay. think about that. I got a that graduated high school because people liked him because he was a likable motherfucker. He learned absolutely fucking nothing in high school. You can ask this motherfucker who was the first president of the United States and he will not fucking know. Yeah, and he had to take the fucking... He had to take the fucking graduation test. He had to fucking like pass the EOCTs. He had to do all this shit. Now we getting into silly shit though, dog. No, no, no. Like that's that's, that's literally the same thing. So like your your point impacts the individual. What are we talking about? No, your point, your point is that if I make it compulsory, they have to absorb something. In this snapshot, I'm saying that that you can make it compulsory and niggas will do what they need to do to pass and not absorb that shit if they don't well, if they're not bought in well eddie is, well, if i may if, okay if i'm understand i think what eddie is damn. saying is that because <laughs> <laughs> i get what you're saying 
But like, what I think what Eddie is saying is that basically, like, just having something there to kind of at least so so somebody's exposed to some new information they might not have been aware of is better than them not having that information there at all. Yeah, because I've been exposed yeah. to information before, and I'm like, oh, I I do remember this. I do remember them saying that this thing is fucked up, and I'm finding myself in the same situation. And okay, well, I know that I might want to at least, at the very least, think twice about what I'm about to do, what I'm about to say, or how I'm about to interact in the situation. So I think that's what Eddie is at least getting at, is just the fact that at least if it's there, that could help society. And, and, and overall. If, that, if that's the argument, then I would say nope, that it's that already would. there in large part. I would say it's already there in large part. Because, again, I did, I, did, I did this shit every four weeks. <laughs> every four weeks, same shit, and, like, I Nigga, thought it was no, bullshit. So like, no, fucking no. First of all, yes, I'm, some of what I'm saying is what you're or yeah, every, everything that you said. I'm definitely saying, Josh. But Alvin, the thing that I'm addressing in your anecdote is that most motherfuckers know who the first president of the United States was. And I can give, if there uh, wasn't was, school, no, any any of the shit that you would have said. I can, like, I can give you any. In, I can give you any. I, I can give you any fucking example. I don't give a fuck about none of them. I can give you any fucking example. What's the you fucking can. quadratic no, formula? Sorry, Ask a nigga what the fucking quadratic formula is. That was. I'm sorry, bro. Y'all niggas was hilarious because that. Eddie, I'm disappointed in your ass. Because you said, nah, nigga, fuck that shit. Nah, nah, nigga. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But nah, nigga, fuck that. Every motherfucker <laughs> know who the first president of the United States is. Like, what? What are we talking about? Like, because, my, because my point was, the argument that you're making, Alvin, is that for some things, some people won't absorb any information if they're not interested in it. My point is that we know for a fact that a, some per, some non-zero percentage of the population will absorb a bunch of the facts that are given to them if presented to them. A bunch of people know, they know the Pythagorean theorem, they know their alphabet, they can fucking read, they know what a pentagon is, all of which is information that they would have never come across and never would have sought themselves. So I agree, some people aren't going to get anything, but a large percentage of people are going to get something and that's better than zero. And you can, I'm sure you can give me tons of examples of things that you're doesn't know i'm saying if you're educating okay. a population of millions of people some percentage difference in their edge in their knowledge will occur if you're educating all of them i, okay. I don't understand so how here, that's here, even here's my point right here's my point right and yeah. i'll give you i'll give you an example covid vaccine right okay. so theoretically theoretically right the best possible recourse to prevent covid would have been to vaccine every fucking body yeah H zero to 200 right okay if you rec if you recall, right, we decided not to vaccinate people under the age of 14 for a very long. Well, it was it was, it was under the age of 18 for a long time. And then it was under okay. the age of 14 for an additional long time, at least in the States. Right. The reason why we did that is because we wanted to hit the critical population that needed it and would benefit from it the most. And the idea was that possible. children. Exactly. Children, even when they get sick, are less likely to die. And we were trying to prevent deaths and hospital like exposures, like what you call it. And even if they get it, they're more likely to be asymptomatic. So we were trying to hit the population that needed it most and that would benefit from mm. it the most. So okay. in a situation where you have finite resources, and I think that time needs to be considered a finite resource for this as okay. well, as I stated before, that you should get it where it's more likely to do the most good. And I'm not necessarily sure that the 1%, because I don't think it's a large percentage that benefits from it is going to be able to benefit from it if you start it at a certain point. The only thing that I am willing to concede with that resource crunch argument is that if you start earlier and do this incrementally over the long haul, that you can train malleable brains this entire time. But again, there's a reason why 
we didn't just say like i'm going to give every single fucking bite of the vaccine and we're going to start at this age group and this particular um you know risk structure kind of situation because you have to hit it where it's going to do the most good and i'm saying that if you start in high school i don't think it does the most good because you're not going to be able to receive but just like a lot of vaccine pro um, projects now in the in the midst of like them not being in pandemic status you start them earlier you get more from it i think that's the, i think that's a very good parallel See, the, the issue is you're talking about the limitations caused by shortness of resource now i initially am talking about a hypothetical so i'm saying if we could do xyz then cool but if we're having an argument about resources your solution seems to be don't vaccinate anybody so if we don't do it to people in high school what's your what's your alternative where should we whatever the resources that you think is possible what should we be doing oh that's, if you that's even a, agree it's a, a problem very, no that's, I don't a, think that's actually, a very fair yeah. question no that's a very fair question i think that i think that the solution should be in the ideal situation maybe what josh is always to propose starting earlier and doing it incrementally and if you do it incrementally it doesn't necessarily have to be a class that you take away from pe from you could do it incrementally once a week if you start okay. earlier um or again provide community resources where people can get access to it later on in life when they're prepared to receive it um and i also think that you can do certain situations like you do with every single healthcare thing where you convince them that they're ready to receive it and that it's necessary which is what you did with vaccines for example like vaccines mm. were a very hot button issue where you saw like a lot of people not willing to get it even though they could and then it picked up as people spoke about it as the campaigns on how this is necessary and how this was preventing maladaptive situations like increased so make it available later on in life when people are more likely to receive it have a media blitz campaign that makes it convince people on why this is necessary and then you provide it that way one of those two i don't think necessarily having like niggas like me when we was in high school having this situation where like even if it's compulsory i wouldn't have absorbed it is the best use of a limited resource and i think the primary limited resource is time i don't think it's i don't necessarily even think that it's like money money it's time okay well we'll let the people decide on that one look folks if you uh walk into a classroom full of fucking pubescent 15 year old boys trying to tell them about you know consent and condoms and meditating on the dick you might be seeing a red flag but if you tweet how much you love your girl by saying that you nutted in it on the first time y'all met you might be waving a red flag it's been waving a red flag podcast we'll see y'all next week let y'all let us know everything that you think in the comments about what we said this episode like subscribe follow on the patreon to, to get the bonus episodes and to join us on live before every episode that's crazy that we went from nle chopper I nutted in you because I love you so much to goddamn like, hey, we need to we need to establish some emotional regulation rules. Just it's the waving a red flag podcast. You know That's what, what we saying? about. You know what I'm saying? Moose knuckle on it. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. It's cuck nation. That's what I we do. I also don't think that emotional regulation classes are the same as consent classes. It's all, hey, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. But I'll let that wrap. All right, peace, peace, folks. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Eddie, can you hang back for a minute? It's a red flag.